something always comes to you that says, okay, I just, I can't stop now. So, you know, reading again, like I said before, being a sponge, not just in books and getting that accountability partner to kind of help you keep pushing forward. So when you have those bad days, like I said, in this journey of entrepreneurship, it gets lonely. So if you don't have the right people around you to kind of help you and guide you, you, you will really give up and throw in the towel. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Sabrina Wiggins of Little Aiden Press. Sabrina, excited to have you on the show. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to just talking to the audience. Yeah, absolutely. I love everything you're doing. I know we talked a little bit offline. So before we jumped into that that great conversation and that awesome talk, um, I wanted to read a little bit more about Sabrina so you could hear about some of those awesome things. And Sabrina is an emerging children's book author, an advocate of positive change, and an avid explorer who consistently strives to give back to her community through the power of words and service. Sabrina has been working with children for over 15 years. After her grandson was born in 2017, she dusted off her writings and published her first book, off to Washington in 2018. Now more than ever, she wants to make sure that African-American children see images of characters that look like them, inspiring, giving hope, and making them believe in their dreams. Sabrina, absolutely love everything you're doing. Love even more that you're here today. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yes, I am. Let's get it started then. So to kind of kick everything off, I just wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started with a Call Your CEO story. Yeah, so my brother and I, we we, uh, we started a nonprofit around about 2007. Uh, my brother has always loved, you know, hip hop music. So we started a nonprofit organization called Hip Hop Education, where we would go out into the community. The children would perform positive hip hop music. And that's where the journey began. So me of doing things and working in the community. So after about almost 10 years, we kind of, things to the side. I went to get my MBA. And then from there, I was like, okay, I miss doing what I was doing. So let me jump back into it. And so, like I said, I started writing a children's book, a little bit about community service and some of the things that we were doing in the community. That's how I birthed my first book off to Washington. And so my grandson was born. I was like, okay, I'm going to name my publishing company Little Aiden Press. His name is Aiden. So that's how I birthed my business, um, my small publishing company, Little Aiden Press. And so I've been on that journey ever since. Nice. I absolutely love to hear, you know, about the journey. And, and then too, you know, so many times I, I feel at least whenever we are in our right place and we leave that place, we have like a calling that seems like a magnet is pulling us back to saying it's, it's something that we we need to be doing. So it sounds like you had that experience. Yes, I, I truly did. And I, I love working with the community and I love working with children as they are the future. Yeah, absolutely. And just like everything that you do, I think, you know, 
we sometimes don't realize how powerful our words are and how we can basically be like an, I used to say like an artist and, and paint the picture that we see. So that's why I think it's so powerful, everything that you're doing, because not only does it, you know, become that book, then they get to read that information. But I, I think too, it also ends up becoming a reality as well too, once they see those images and that's what makes it so powerful. Yes. Yes. Totally agree. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I want to drill down a little bit more. Can you take us through how you're serving your clients, some of the books and some of the ways that you, you serve your clients in Little Aiden Press? Oh, yes, most definitely. So myself, I've written three books so far. And um, Little Aiden Press is not just about me. It's about the big community at hand. The self-publishing journey, because I self-published my book, is no easy task. And if you listen to a lot of the naysayers out here, self-published books are garbage, and that is not the case. So for me, I am on this journey to be able to get people to know that what we're writing, it deserves to be seen, and our voices deserve to be heard, because we are also creating some amazing work. Before there was traditional publishing, how do you think people published their books before? They had the self-publishing, because they, there was no expensive traditional publishers to publish for them. So I am currently now, you know, not just selling my own books, but I do a feature Friday where I also feature a self-published author. I call them my my fellow author friends. And so I want to make sure that they are, the world is aware of what the writings that we have in the books that's out here, because our children need to be able to see and hear our stories in our own voices. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And I think it's so powerful. And you see that so many ways in, in different types of media, especially, you know, here around social media and podcasts and just all these different tools that you have an opportunity to go, you know, direct to consumer, for lack of a better term, you get to go directly yeah. to and connect, you don't have to go through the publisher. And I think that's so powerful, because for one, I believe some of those stories that didn't get told or those sometimes opposite narratives sometimes don't come to light because you don't have that opportunity to kind of hear from a different perspective. Here's some, um, I guess, alternative ways to look at things. And I think when you have that power and you realize that self-publishing is a way to do that, then, you know, you can, again, you know, rewrite your, your story and rewrite, you know, the history too. Yes. And, you know, like, don't get me wrong. Every story, even some of those that's been traditionally published, it's not for everybody. And so just because it's not for you does not mean it's not for someone else. And so it's so important to allow people to have choices to be able to decide which story works and connects with them. Yeah, absolutely. Which is why I think it's so powerful, everything that you're doing. And I think that when you start to, to take that step, and I appreciate you talking about how it's not for everybody and it's not necessarily quote unquote easy, you know, to go through that process, because I think once, you know, the most important thing is to know like what that process looks like and then to be able to kind of take those steps. But I think that when you start to realize that you have a gift, you have that opportunity to tell story, to, you know, create a book, whatever it might be in a different way, then I almost feel like you're charged with that gift and being able to kind of share that out in, in, in whatever way and shape or form you can. Yes. And, you know, with the pandemic, it brought on, you know, a lot more of self-published African-American BIPOC authors, if you, for lack of a word, um, because as they were trying to teach their children, they were not finding books that had characters that looked like their children. And so they wanted to make sure that they also were creating products so that when they read to their children or when their children were reading, they can identify with somebody in the book. And it's not somebody else's happily ever after because our children need to be able to see that we as African-Americans can be heroes in stories and live that fairy tale happily ever after life as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny that you said that because for me, I, I remember my mom made it a point to make sure that I had books that actually did show African Americans doing, you know, awesome things. It helped me to rewrite my narrative to where it wasn't like, you know, the narrative that sometimes we can see in so many different popular media outlets. I got to see different light. And by doing that, I also believed in myself a lot more. And I think that goes so far. So that's why I appreciate you and, you know, not just looking for that, but seeing that there wasn't something there and then decided to create that yes yes most definitely most definitely it is important it's especially now today it's very important exactly exactly that's whole self-image and self-perception and even self-esteem can come from a lot of those images that you're seeing so i love that you're uh being the change you want to see in the world so what would you consider to be and you might have already touched on this your secret sauce and this could be for yourself personally the business or a combination of both but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique so for me, I'm a sponge. And I think that when you're on any journey, whether it's personal or business, that you need to be a sponge and you need to be a sponge for information. Because if you want to move forward and progress in life, you have to be a sponge. You have to search for information and you have to be able to hold on to the valuable things that you gather from being that sponge. And so Reading is important. So, you know, I have books and things that I read from, you know, businesses, you know, from a business standpoint. And then I have those personal books that I read just from a from a personal standpoint. So I think that being a sponge and making sure that on your journey that you're getting that valuable input that you need for yourself to grow is so very important. Yeah, absolutely. And just as you said so well, and I've actually been able to produce as well, too, there's so much out there. And, you know, I think for one, you know, I use the word, you know, you hear the word a lot, empathy. And I think a lot of that empathy comes from being well-read, being diversely read as well, too, because there's so many other perspectives. There's value that comes from just like looking from somebody else's perspective. But you only do that if you are that sponge, if you are reading those things, if you are looking and listening, whatever it might be to, you know, different perspectives and sometimes just continue to kind of build ourselves up by doing that. Oh, yes, most definitely. And, you know, in that business, in the business journey, you know, and I'm sure that you are aware this this journey can be lonely. And so you have to make sure that, you know, you have resources and information to help you move forward in this journey. Because if you don't have that, you will find yourself on the side of failure instead of success and trying to figure out how to get out of that. So you have to make sure that you're constantly being a student always. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And you might've touched on this, but this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? So for me, um, again, books. So I have um, several books that I read that I've read. And one particular that I'm reading now is um, the 5am club. And I'll tell you so many gems in that book that, you know, just moving forward as an entrepreneur, as a CEO, I think that is very important for people to read because it just gives you some other things that you probably didn't think about and some things to just kind of ex expound on so that you can grow in your business. And then the other thing for me is having an accountability partner. My one of my business partners, we've been at this business journey for probably about 12 years together. And it's been many times that myself and her, you know, like we'd be like, oh, forget it. Nobody's listening to us. I'm going to give up. But we somehow seem to talk to each other off the ledge. 
all the time. And even when you think that you want to give up, something always comes to you that says, okay, I just, I can't stop now. So, you know, reading again, like I said before, being a sponge, not just in books, but mentoring, things like that, and getting that accountability partner to kind of help you keep pushing forward. So when you have those bad days, like I said, in this journey of entrepreneurship, it gets lonely. So if you don't have the right people around you to kind of help you and guide you, you you will really give up and throw in the towel. Yeah, and I appreciate you so much in sharing that. You said the book was Friday Unplugged. No, that uh, it's called the Five Five AM Plug. Can you see that? Five AM Plug. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for sharing yes. for, for holding <laughs> it up. The Five AM Plug because I'm always looking for for great nuggets and, and and hacks and everything. So I'm definitely gonna check that out. And so um, I know I touched on this a little bit. But what would you consider to be a CEO nugget? That's a little bit more word of wisdom or piece of advice. It's something you might tell your younger business self if you hopped into a time machine. So. I will tell myself to make sure that I'm doing things right from the beginning because I made some mistakes getting started in this entrepreneurship journey. And so if you're starting your business, you want to make sure that the foundation is solid. And I say that because we make a lot of mistakes. We think that entrepreneurship some of us think entrepreneurship is like, go register your business, and now I'm a CEO. It's not about being a CEO. It's about what problems or solutions that you're going to offer. So you want to make sure when you start this journey that you start it correctly. Make sure you have your back office, man, because I tell you, we forget about our back office sometimes. And if that back office is not together, you open yourself up for so many vulnerabilities that you cannot even believe. So myself, I would have made sure that I really truly knew and understand, understood what I was doing when I jumped into this journey. So make sure you understand, make sure you know and do it the right way. And don't go out here paying somebody who don't know what they're talking about. Make sure you find somebody who truly knows what you're talking about because we have a whole lot of scammers out here right now. Oh, that's what I would say to my younger self. Yeah, unfortunately, I have to say amen to that because that is definitely the case where everybody who says that they know what they're doing doesn't necessarily know what they're doing. Sabrina, now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Sabrina, what does being a CEO mean to you? So I would say without without the people, you're not a CEO. So for me, I, I say CEO is community, empowerment, and opportunity. And so that means that I have an opportunity to be able to help my community of self-publishers or whoever the case may be, empower the next young person that really wants to get into this space and then be able to help with opportunities out in the community. So, you know, for me, CEO is just that, community empowerment and opportunities. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Sabrina, truly appreciate that definition. Of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I wanted to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people could get a hold of you, find about all the awesome things that you're working on. That's my nugget for you guys. Don't operate in fear. Keep pushing forward. Uh, and again, my name is Sabrina Wiggins, CEO and founder of Little Aiden Press. And I can be reached on all the platforms just about at Little Aiden Press on any of the platforms. And you can always hit me up in the email at littleaidenpress at gmail.com and, you know, connect with me there. You know, follow me on social media. I'm 
actually right now we're in the process of doing our second annual self-inked awards. So any of the BIPOC self-published children book opposite out there, you have until December 31st to submit your, your projects to our awards because we want to honor and celebrate our self-published office. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I absolutely love that you're doing that. Of course, you know, love everything you're doing and, and featuring, you know, the, the self-published BIPOC um, authors on Fridays as well, too. So, of course, we're going to have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Yes. Thank you for having me. Enjoy. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Check out the latest and greatest apps, books, and habits to level up your business at ceohacks.co. This has been the IMCEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.